I got a message for your American buddy. I'm your wife, damn it! Ah, would have to go up to the wives in the library or the supermarket and say hello. I am new here. I know, George, you think I don't know anything, but I know people. I get 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot as you. You want your file? I found you your file. You want it out? I got you out. You needed money? I found you some. Now, let's face it here. I've got to, you know, latch on to something in my life. Oh, yeah, you blind. No use to try to sweet talk me, Miss Scarlett. I know you ever since I put the first pair of diapers on you. Who was going to love me? Who, who was going to make me feel good? I wish I had a mother like me instead of nice. Nice gets you shit. I got a two-inch thick solo in steak. Sit and defrost and wait this minute. When you and Guy come over and supper with us tonight, what do you say? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Best Supporting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to celebrating and dissecting the performances of our favorite Best Supporting Actresses. My name is Nick Kachanov, and have a care with my name, you'll wear it out. <laughs> and I'm Imelda Staunton, because, <laughs> you know, we shouldn't go too long without at least naming Imelda oh, Staunton. Yes. <laughs> But I'm Colin Drucker, and uh, you can call me Imelda Staunton. I've, I've been called much worse. That's right. And uh, yeah, we are. We have. We are. We are doing Shakespeare in love. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, yeah. Um. And I say that because you know Judy Dench is only in six minutes. Of it, yeah, so. it's true. It's true. <laughs> um. I thought you know I had not seen this movie before, and and I and you had just said just before we started that you knew it very well. Mm-hmm. So I'm very keen to kind of compare points of view. But it was a really interesting choice after the hours to watch another tortured writer. Yeah, um, you know, and uh, I guess that's the only thing it had in common with it. But that's enough for me. Sure, <laughs> it's a period piece in ways. So you yeah, know. totally, totally. <laughs> Um, I feel like Margot Martindale could have taken Imelda Staunton's oh, role yeah. if she wasn't available, you know? So many dames <laughs> that were lined up for that role, you know? It totally. Well, that's the thing. The the role of the nurse, and maybe that's why I lead with that, is the role of the nurse really is the quintessential BSA yeah. of Romeo and Juliet, you know? Yes. So I feel like... Uh, you know, I feel like she got a little... I wouldn't say that she was, like, the assistant to the BSA in this movie, but Imelda Staunton in that rocking chair with the fan oh, was close. Yes. <laughs> it's like a featured BSA moment because mm-hmm. it provides everything yeah. that we kind of need, that we're lacking, because there is humor to this movie, though. I I think, like, the, the, the wits in this movie is uh, very clever at times and is brought up by, you know, specific... Uh, writing and also specific performances but she it's like no one told her to do that if they told her just sit in that chair and look panicked she's like well Mm -hmm. I'm gonna need a fan you know I feel like she needed she asked for the fan (laughs) she asked for the fan and they were like it's Imelda Staunton she can have whatever she wants (laughs) I feel like the Westons will inevitably have a category of like best um, physical comedy and best like dramatic physical drama and so this would be like uh, a physical comedy nominee. Yeah. And the statue is just Meryl holding the crucifix up to her chin. <laughs> oh my god! I love that the statues are all these. Yeah, they change with each, with each category. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always think about just like a gold statue of Celia Weston in June. Oh crying yes, covers up to her chin. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's so good. I mean, you know, the thing is, we could eventually, I know we've already talked about Junebug on In the Details, but because Amy Adams is a nominee and we've opened it up to nominees, we can always talk about it again. Oh, I'm certainly down for it. 
anytime yeah, yeah. to talk about it. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, maybe just a, a minute by minute podcast of June Bug. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, just Amy Adams' performance, and and also Celia. We can't we can't forget her ever. Oh, we won't. It's one of Celia's we best. Won't do it. Yeah, I won't. I won't. Um, but Shakespeare in Love. So this was your choice because every week yeah. we kind of alternate. You know, uh, who kind of comes up with uh, the idea? The hours was kind of like a. I feel like we were shoveling to the gold and we both reached it at the same time. It was like, yes. Oh, yeah. We were both ready. It showed yeah. up exactly when it needed to. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so I'm curious, what's your what's your history yeah. with Shakespeare in Love? Okay. So um, I, I really thought hard about this one because I – not about the choice to choose Judy because I – it's it's one of those um wins right like a laura dern in respect to it's like i i certainly i, I don't want to say understand because there are so many performances in this other like, i'm not seen we'll get to it when we get to the nominees but um it is one of those wins that kind of went down in history of like it's a you know a sort of cumulative what's the word i'm looking for um uh when someone wins like, for their career, career win. <laughs> I oh, just, yeah, I just sure. literally a defined it for win. myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's it called, Colin? Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, but but besides that, I really <coughs> like this movie, and I know mm-hmm. that is controversial. I know that like uh, Saving Private Ryan that year was a huge. Uh, that that was the movie to win. It is a very Oscar movie, and in some cases regarded as the best you know the most accurate and um authentic war movie of all time i was reading a couple articles this morning about that um because literally the article was called the uh top 10 biggest upsets in oscar history and not only was shakespeare in love winning best picture on that but so was gwyneth paltrow winning best actress because everyone Mm. thought it was going to go to Kate blanchett for elizabeth which i need to see i need to see isn't Mm. there two of them there's two of them, oh, and I've seen the I've second seen one. scenes from it, yeah. Oh, there's a great... I don't remember which Elizabeth is where um, she's. Uh, she has that line of like, um, I too... Can I too can command the wind. Yes. And, uh, well, she's in uh, that... I will strip Spain bare. Yeah, 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 something like that. Oh, and where's my I... coffee? You know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> but Kate Blanchett just roaring and being a woman oh. in power, like, say no more say no more so i know i know it's going on the list couldn't agree more um Mm -hmm. but there is something about this movie that i just really enjoy i'm i'm and going on that um sort of saving private ryan thing i'm kind of secretly glad that it bucked the system of like those like war movies not that they're not important but it, it was such an obvious choice. It's like this year with like 1917. I was like, well, that's going to win and Parasite's not going to win and I'm going to be mad about it. But uh, in a way, um, not the Parasite and Shakespeare in Love, completely different movies. But (laughs) I understand. I mean, sort of. There's like people pretending to be other people. That's right. There we go. You know, (laughs) there's a parallel. But I do understand the sort of annoyance with Shakespeare in Love, but I don't think it's the worst best picture but I do think it's on that list. I, I I I see why people put it there, just because. But I think it's a gorgeous movie. Like the costumes alone, the music is great. This cast is really incredible, and it's just exactly what I I guess I what I want in a sort of like period romantic drama. I guess because it mm-hmm. is a sort of 
interesting genre, I guess. And maybe there are others like it, too. But, um, you know, there is a fair amount of comedy, like modern day comedy, I guess. I, I don't know how to say that. I'm fumbling with it, too. But um, and, but within that is still the the time and the everything that goes along with that. And I, I just really enjoy it. I, I've seen this movie a lot. I own it on DVD. I don't remember the first time that I saw it. But I'd say, because I was fairly, this came out in 98, I was only 12 years old, so I definitely saw it after the fact. I want to say I was in college and just kind of watching whatever and thinking everything was amazing. But I I think, um, I didn't rewatch it for this because I've seen it so many times too, and Mm -hmm. Judy's performance can just be seen on YouTube as well. Um, But... Um, the way that I feel about Gwyneth Paltrow in this movie is the way I kind of feel about, um, uh, ooh, La La Land winner, best actress. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. you did really great and you actually have some great moments, but are you my favorite best actress winner? Should, Cate Blanchett should have won it. It's, it's that sort of, um, I'll allow it, but I'm not like, you know, psyched about it at the same time too. But I think Gwyneth does have some good moments. Overall, I'm not really excited to see her in anything um mm-hmm. ever <laughs> but sure i think she's sure. a little ridiculous with the goop stuff but um i do love the word goop so i do support that yeah did you know um, go ahead colin go ahead. Mm-hmm. oh okay no, yeah i i was gonna say i do agree it's not it's not sandra bullock in the blind side mm, uh, mm-hmm. but go on just a short side note about goop because keon and i in our sort of quarantine brains we were wondering why did, how does she come up with the name goop do you know why yeah it, I, it's like her initials because it's gwyneth paltrow and her middle name is like olivia i don't know oscar olivia goop. oscar wilde goop. yeah yeah she <laughs> g-o-o-w-p yeah yeah goop. Goop. um well i read too um it might be i'm assuming maybe the o's have some significance too but she this is like the dumbest thing ever but i also get it I guess when she was starting the name, someone she was like being consulted by someone on branding and stuff like that. And someone told her or maybe it was like some drunken celebrity at a cocktail party, but um, that businesses with two O's in it are more successful, like Google and Yahoo and et cetera, stuff like that. So you should try to put two O's in it. And I was like, what? So that might not be true. But that was the first thing that I found. Like, where did the name Goop come from? And that was the first thing that popped up on Google. So if anyone else is really into goop and might know the real story, or maybe I'm full of shit, who knows? Um, I mean, Hooters is really successful. Yeah. So so there's that. I mean, I can't think of any other, like, you know, double O, uh, double O brand names. Yeah. Um, But uh, all right. I mean, prove me wrong, America. Yes. Um, Yes. Is there some some failed ice cream shop called Scoopy? (laughs) Scoops. Exactly. Um, um, but uh, just to finish my sort of in defense of Shakespeare and love uh, here, um, mm-hmm. I really do. I think that um, Joseph Fiennes and Gwyneth Paltrow have such like electric chemistry in this movie. I think that they are like their relationship is so sexual too. like I think I was just really attracted to him. I also think Rupert Everett is very handsome and sort of charming and sexy in his own way, even though he's not a key player in this, but he is nonetheless a part of it. Um, uh, 
I just really like this movie a lot. And I, I, I really debated on kind of throwing it under the bus and, and the sort of like, well, I don't like it either, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I like mm-hmm. it. I really do. And um, I'm not saying that it's the best picture of all time, but I, it's a movie that I, I would put in like, I wouldn't even say a top 10 or top 20, but I do like it. Um, mm-hmm. So that, those are, that's my opening statement, Colin. How about you? Because this is the first time. You just yeah. finished minutes ago. I just finished it, and I hated it. No. <laughs> you can um, if you want. No. You know, okay, so when it started, because I was like, okay, I'm going to start it. I, I feel like I want to, you know, I should do my research. I should see. I should get the sense of, of the world that Judy is appearing in every couple, you know, yes. couple hours. Um, and at first, like when it started with Jeffrey Rush getting his feet burned over the coals, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it was – there was this sort of like uh, Elizabethan campiness to yes. it that I was just like, oh, God, I hate this. Yeah. I hate this. This is so stupid. It's like – I should take it back. It's not stupid. It's so like – I like many – I like thing. I I'm, I shop three aisles down, you know? Like it's so many of the things that I'm – I'm such a snob. God. That's okay. But it's so many things yeah, that I'm like not yeah. into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I just, you don't I like have period like, pieces either. Let it be known for everyone. I You're don't not like period fan. pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like period pieces. I find this may be controversial, but I Shakespearean performance can be kind of grating. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I I have no ties. I don't have any loyalty. I don't keep going. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it. It's a lot of like tights and lutes and <laughs> you know like word disguises. Play. Yeah, yeah, and it's and and I I can get down with wordplay, obviously, but it, it's always kind of done with this like. I always feel like there's a wink of like, oh, is that wasn't that clever? Yes. And it's like I there's just a little bit of preciousness to it, yeah. I think is the word that I resist. Um and you know, I I think I prefer more of the tragic Shakespeare. I love Macbeth. Oh yeah. I love Lady Macduff is my favorite best supporting That's right. actress. That's right. My favorite one scene queen. So I uh I can appreciate that, but I think when this started, I was like, oh, God, this is like such Ren Faire realness. I don't want to <laughs> there be is, here. There is a touch of that. There is. There is. You know? And I just like real. I just don't. It's just not my thing. I'd, I'd rather watch Meryl Streep cry on the floor of her West yes. Village apartment. <laughs> That's just how God made me. And so at first I was resistant. And, um, and I was like, just stick with it. Just like let yourself go immerse in the world Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. um and like eventually like i settled into it and you know when gwyneth showed up i was like i I was like i think she won the oscar for this so i looked it up and sure enough she had so i watched it through the oscar eyes you know and i agree i think i don't know if i think it's a powerhouse oscar i would not say that this is like on the level of like charlie's theron and monster which i consider to be just like a an obvious Oscar winner, yes. like just a ridiculously transformation. Good performance. Yeah. Disappears. Yeah. And yeah. Totally. And just like, like someone who it's like, uh, it would be a shame to not award this every award possible, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or when it comes to best supporting actresses like Monique and precious, yeah. it's just yeah. like, it's no question. So I don't think, but I don't think that, as I said, I don't think this is Sandra Bullock in The Blind Side, which is also obviously in a, a career Oscar. Oh, definition of, really. Definition I, I of. I find you hard-pressed, yeah, to find another one. Yeah, I guess because they didn't give it to her for The Net back in 1995. The Net! Oh, my God. Keon was so thrilled that you guys covered that on your <laughs> Matreon. I, was, I just casually mentioned it. 
I was like, oh, Colin and Johnny did, uh, looks like they did the net on Matreon. And he was like, what? He like, he was sitting in the recliner and it like flipped over. He was, he was thrilled. He was so thrilled. Uh, have you seen the no, net? No, I haven't. Of course. Oh of my course God. I haven't because I'm terrible. Oh, oh, you have to see it. I think he really wants me to it. see it. And I was like, I guess so. You- Oh, trust me. I know that. I I just watched Shakespeare in Love. I know that feeling. But <laughs> you are going to get so sucked in. And you guys should watch it together. It's such a good time. And she's great in it. Okay. And like the thing to keep an eye out for is it's such an iconic outfit she wears the entire movie. Okay. It's, it's like if I if I did Halloween costumes ever again, I would be Sandra Bullock in the net. I love that. Um, there was a... We, <laughs> We just wanted something mindless and stupid to watch in bed the other night. And so we t- we found this, like, compilation of old Entertainment Tonight interviews <laughs> from, like, the 1990s. And, like, God bless, because it was incredible. And one of them was Sandra Bullock. I'm, I'm assuming the net was, like, in its prime. And they mm-hmm. had this feature of her. And the feature was, because it was so new at that time, was her on the Internet buying tickets for the movie to see the net. Oh my god, I love it. And the computer it. Oh is god. just like ancient and she's like right. and she's like nervous because she has to put her credit card info. She's like, "Did you see how nervous I got when I had to put it in? It was so crazy." <laughs> um, so god. yeah, if I can find that compilation, I'll I'll send it your way cuz it's Please. it's nice. Yeah. That I mean that that future BSA of the week entertainment tonight compilation from the nineties. <laughs> it's really it's really yeah. special. Yeah. Um so all that to be all that to be said, or all that being said, or however the expression goes, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow was fine in this. When she first showed up in her in her dude drag, I was like, Oh, come on. But yeah, then, she's not fooling anyone. Right, right. And like when Shakespeare is like in the boat with her staring into, you know, Kent's eyes and and like it's like how do you not know it's her all she has is like this lesbian wig (laughs) and yeah and like a little mustache like this is so um it's very clearly her so um and I was wondering because I didn't know like how long it was going to go on of like this you know him not knowing you know Kent is Viola um and and so and I wondered oh like how how gay is it gonna get you know yeah um and and partially because I, Joseph finds I mean gorgeous yes just oh the energy like, the coat I love his little coat I think that mm-hmm. the costume oh god is, that, that like yes blue gray yeah, coat yeah I um, want that yeah I'll never pull it off but I'd still want it <laughs> could never pull it off you know I was particularly drawn to when he's playing Romeo in the production of the end and he has his costume the way that it's cut at the neckline. oh yes that like there's it's some open uh, and i'm mm-hmm. i'm my basement is flooded already there's oh, something completely. about him that he's just so virile i guess is the word mm-hmm. it's, he's just ready <laughs> yeah well that was the thing that was my takeaway from him as well is there's like a there's a hyperactivity to him that you know the whole time watching it partially i think it's because i like I think I became first familiar with this when I was in college and like I think my one of my friends in college loved sure. this movie is Joseph finds as William Shakespeare is like if you if you first discover and fall in love with this movie in college it I feel like it just resonates everything about the way he acts is the way it feels to like be in love with someone in college Yeah I think that's you know? kind of where I was it makes a lot of sense that you say that yeah for sure. Yeah, it's like that intensity and that passion and and wanting to have like 
receive that kind of intensity and passion and like the whole romantic notion of just this this writer who just needs to write and it's just his muses and all that and, and like it's it's all just it's so romantic but it's so if you are 18 to 22 i mean this is and, and especially if you're 18 to 22 and you're a writer or you're a theater kid or you're some kind of performance person i just think this movie is catnip yeah for you know sure. and like that's not a judgment it's no, just so many yeah. of the lines are written to kind of be like if you if you're in the know you get the references yes. you know um so there's all of that there's you know the way that they fall in love of like nothing matters it's, who cares just let's go back to bed it's like this is so the way i felt when i was like 19 and yeah single and i think yeah. I, th- I thought this is where you were going with this for a moment like joseph fines playing william shakespeare is like you know like robert pattinson playing albert einstein you know what i mean it's like it's oh. it's a much amped up like hypersexual version of the character like jeffrey rush should be playing shakespeare you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. totally. a young jeffrey rush should be playing this so like i get it um but it's also I'm glad that it's Joseph Fiennes because it just adds to it. The trailer for this is interesting. Um, I'm obsessed with like watching trailers for all the movies we cover now too, since the hours was mm. such a train wreck. But oh yeah, I mean, that like that that trailer just for con- continuity for anyone who listened to our hours episode. I did watch that trailer and it abysmal, is abysmal. It's terrible. It it makes the movie look like Independence Day, <laughs> like. The eggs cracking. Oh, oh my God. it's too much. It looks like I said before, maybe on last week's episode, that it looks like one of those Mrs. Doubt, like when they make The Sound of Music or Mrs. Doubtfire look like a horror movie. They definitely, mm-hmm. the way, th- but there's some gay out there that made the most beautiful trailer, like a homemade hours trailer oh. that you sent me. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. tweet that because it's worth it. It's worth um seeing that um but the trailer for this is like the first line of the trailer is like will shakespeare is having is a troubled writer or something like oh, that no. it's like it's having a little bit of writer's block and they show him like crumpling up paper throwing it next to the skull a little wink there mm-hmm. um and it's a very rompy uh very rompy huh. um which is interesting because it's like this prestige sort of Oscar winner now, winner of seven Oscars, which is nuts to me. And I feel there's a little bit of um, Harvey Weinstein behind all of that too. I think that there's a little bit of that, uh, or a lot of bit of that with Gwyneth. I think that was Mm -hmm. something that he, because the way that they campaigned for her is that they were really pushing the idea that she played, and I quote, two different parts in the movie. She was Thomas Kent, and then she was also Viola. Um, and I was like, not really though, because even when she was Thomas Kent, she was still like, she, what does she do? Like lower her voice for one scene. And then the rest of the time she was pretty much Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, right. That's like saying Robin Williams with cake frosting on his face is Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> That's exactly, you know, it's like, come on now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, there's, you know, some shenanigans going on behind the scenes, but, um, yeah. So I guess we should move on to, um, Something else here. What else? What else? Yeah. What else? Um, well, yeah. Let's. I mean, I, I, I certainly want to mention that I, I do feel there is. I agree that there's a Weinstein, a Weinstein, yes. Weinstein, Weinstein on this. Weinstein, yes. <laughs> Weinstein on the carpet. There's a Weinstein on this carpet, um, <laughs> for sure. And I don't think it taints the whole movie. But I, there's been a bunch of movies we've talked about that at least Judy Dench didn't thank him in her acceptance speech. Yes, you know exactly. Um, 
and like obviously we've talked about Woody Allen movies like you know this is Rosemary's Baby with Roman Polanski mm-hmm. like I think this speaks more to just the underlying toxicity of Hollywood yeah you know so it's all a game um, it's all a game we're just here to celebrate the ladies yeah so, amen um yeah so that being said let's let's talk about Judy's you know fellow nominees across the board yes. this year um <clears throat> and I admittedly uh have I'm not very familiar with these performances so um more just mentioning them for posterity's sake but um you know, we're still quarantined for many weeks, yes. so I have lots of opportunities to catch up. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's talk about the Screen Actors Guild Awards. So this is all for 1998. It's most of the awards. It's kind of the same batch. I mean, um, Brenda Blethyn and Linda, Little Brenda Blethyn and Little Voice. That's a hard one. Rachel. That's a hard one. That's yeah. That's uh, uh, that's a little. Yeah, it's a little uh, vocal warm up for uh, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Blenda Blethyn, little voice. Blenda Blethyn, little voice. Uh, <laughs> That's what Gwyneth did before she went on stage. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Those are her warm up. Just before she put on her little porn star mustache. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Lynn Redgrave. Gre- <laughs> Lynn Redgrave. Lynn Redgrave. Brenda Blethyn. Bathy Cates. Duty Chench. Duty Gench. And then Sharon Stone for the Golden Globes. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and oh. Rachel Riffitz yeah. in Jillery and Hacky. <laughs> yes. Oh, goodness. Oh, God. Okay. So Rachel Griffiths, Lynn Redgrave, Judy Dench, Blenda Blethyn. <sighs> That's a hard Abby one. Bates. I'm fucked. Yeah. Brenda B. <laughs> we'll on. call her Brenda, Brenda B. Brenda B. We're going to go first name basis yes. now. So moving on. So for the Screen Actors Guild Award, <laughs> Bathy won, Kathy won for Primary Colors. And I would say um, Kathy Bates is like, I think we, I can't remember which episode it was that we were talking about her. It may have been the Laura Dern one because of Richard Jewell. Yeah. But she is frequently the one where I'm like, well, what about Kathy Bates? Mm-hmm. I love Kathy Bates. Um, so that's, uh, that performance and br- actually all of these, I'm very intrigued by Lynn Redgrave. I've always been intrigued by in gods and monsters. Um, it's a super queer movie. Yeah. So, Brendan Fraser. That was like a yeah. day awakening for me when I saw George of the jungle. Huh. Oh, I was feeling things. <laughs> you know, I had that feeling about him and Encino man. Oh yeah. He was a babe for lack of a better yeah. word. Like I was so yeah. into him. Yeah, well, he was. I mean, speaking of Harvey Weinstein, I mean, I don't think it was it wasn't Harvey, but he was essentially. Uh, oh, he's a part of that you know, camp, or he was because of. That. He was a victim of that. Oh. Yeah, of somebody else. He was like, I think, uh, I don't know all the details, so I don't want to speak out of turn. But I do know that he was like someone was, you know, objectifying him or made a move on him, and whatever it was, um, his career it wasn't like it just tanked. You know, it was tanked as far as I've heard. Was so, this a woman or a man? A man. A man. Wow. It was a man. Yeah. So okay. uh yeah. Uh I may be wrong about that, but I believe I know that it I know that wasn't something that he did, but uh, as far as I've heard, um he is part of the unfortunate side of me too. Ugh. Um so uh I guess it's all unfortunate, right? Yeah. But anyway, let's not get stuck on that. Yeah. Let's go to the BAFTAs. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Judy, of course, of, oh boy, I think I did have a light stroke before hitting record. Uh, Judy, of course, did win the BAFTA appropriately as Queen Elizabeth yeah, in I Shakespeare mean. in Love. Yeah. Uh, Lynn Redgrave, Brenda Bledin, and Kathy Bates were all nominated as well. Uh, I do, I noticed this when I was looking up the BAFTAs, but I would love to talk sometime about Sigourney Weaver in the Ice Storm. Wow. I 
don't know anything about that movie. Uh, I've never even heard of that movie. She is, I haven't seen it in a while, but she is great in it. It's a, uh, Joan Allen is in it. It's, uh, yeah. So, um, I have a, just, oh, sorry. Putting a pin in that. Yeah. Yeah. I I have a little bit of a Sigourney Weaver stuff for later in the episode, actually. So, um, it's not entirely Sigourney, but it, it triggers something, but I'm not gonna, I'll save it for later. Yeah. All right. Save the Sigourney. Um, (laughs) save Sigourney. Save Sigourney. Uh, speaking of Joan Allen, she and Kathy Bates tied for the Critics' Choice Award in 1998. Uh, Joan Allen won for Pleasantville, uh, which is a great performance. Sure. Uh, it's kind of cool to see that recognized. Yeah. Um, and then for the Golden Globes, Lynn Redgrave won for Gods and Monsters. Interesting. And this is where, yes, we saw uh, Sharon Stone for The Mighty. The Mighty. Um, great. Yeah. So uh, I'm like vaguely familiar with that movie. Uh and um, I feel like I'm confusing it with some movie with Bruce Willis and the kid. <laughs> Is it, was sure. there the kid? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yikes. Um, and I don't know why I think of that and when I think of The Mighty. But anyway, yeah. um, maybe I'm thinking of Simon Birch. Oh. Uh, so that brings us to the Oscars. Yes. Um, obviously, Lynn Redgrave, Rachel Griffiths, Brenda Blevin, Kathy Bates. But alas, for six minutes uh, on screen, Judy Dench yeah. won. Which is why we're here today. Um, are any of those other performances or ladies? Did you have any thoughts that you wanted to share on them? Yeah, I want to run by them real quick because I did a little bit of a uh, little bit of research here. Brenda Blethen, there is this scene in um, Little Voice that I have seen before on YouTube, and I don't know if it was just like a BSA wormhole that I was just mm-hmm. stumbled upon. But there is a there is a scene where Brenda has like mascara dripping down her face and screaming at at Jane Horrocks Mm -hmm. uh, amongst all people um, who's great, of course, from AppFab. So I'm glad to see she's done something else. Uh, She probably has a great career. I just don't know because it's sort of in that UK bubble that I don't know Mm -hmm. about. Um, But it's a good scene. And and, and Jane Horrocks, like they both just like scream at each other for five minutes and it's definitely worth your time. And you could just, if you just type in Brenda Blethen, little voice you'll see it but like the the makeup and the like the just the mascara dripping down her face she's she's really scary in it um uh it's good um i've not seen primary colors um mike nichols uh i love all of his films um this is like kind of on my my lady list i'm calling it mm-hmm. um emma thompson's in it allison janney is in it as well it's oh i remember that movie coming out when i was younger but like i I was only 12, so I never really, like, went back and found it. But I'd be interested. Um, Lynn Redgrave in Gods and Monsters, she plays the sort of, like, maid of Ian McKellen. And mm-hmm. and then I just wrote Brendan Fraser, question mark. Because <laughs> it is it's sort of like Oscar Beatty movie. And I was like, how did he get in here? But uh, I guess that was when he was still on track to be, you know, a Gwyneth uh, before everything went yeah. down. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna. Say, I, I, on Little Voice. I feel like a Mary, and it may be. I always. I'm never sure if I can like name people in here, but I think it's um, our listener Amber, who's a longtime Mary and uh, in the details listener, and always like has sent us like brilliant emails. I feel like she recommended Little Voice at one point. So it's kind of been on my list for a while, yeah. and now that I know there's a mascara crying yelling scene, yes, I'm excited. Definitely worth your um, time. Yeah. Uh, and I agree, like Kathy Bates, yeah, that's on my lady list for sure. I was like thinking, oh, like I'd love to like watch that first before we talk about yeah. this. But you know, again, 
we can always go back and talk about nominees. Maybe one time we'll do an episode where we just cover like a bunch of, we'll do a bunch of research and we'll talk about a bunch of nominees who are. Ooh, I like that. You know, like uh, little gems that we discovered in our in our time doing this podcast. Yes. You know, performances I may have never watched if I wasn't doing this. You know. Yeah. Um, and the last of the nominees, I mean, Rachel Griffiths is incredible in everything she's in. Mm-hmm. Um, Six Feet Under. She's also in. Uh, she was in that show Brothers and Sisters with Sally Field. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Keon was a big fan of that. Um, she was also in, of course, I know I haven't seen it yet. Um, Muriel's Wedding, Colin. I haven't seen it. Oh, wow. That is lucky That's on you. my list. That's on my list. All I have to say is, it, like, the mother. The mother. It's so good. Yes. It's such a good movie, and it's so much richer than, like, it's it's not just kind of like a daffy comedy. Like, yeah. it's so I mean, and good. Tony, I mean, why haven't I seen oh. it yet? Oh, my God. She's great in it. Yeah. It's, um, oh, it's so funny kind of, like, watching Tony Collette now and I, just kind of who she is now and the energy that she carries in movies now and how different Muriel feels and, like, how unique that performance feels to so many of her other performances. I mean, obviously, we just talked about her in the hours. Yes. And Muriel could not be any further from Kitty. It's, uh, yeah, it's a great movie. I'm I, I highly recommend it. And Rachel Griffiths is fabulous in it. Mm. Uh, but I love her a lot. And Hillary and Jackie looks like a movie I would definitely be interested in. It's a period piece with like this secret drama. And it's like, it's music. It's basically like one plays the flute, the other plays the cello. And Emily Watson is in it, who I really like a lot too. And she mm-hmm. she gets more famous than Rachel Griffiths. And there's like all this conflict and stuff. And they're sisters. And I'm like, sign me up. It looks great. Right. Um, yeah. But that's all I know. And... Uh, that's yeah. that. <laughs> oh, well, and that, and that, as they say, is, is that. that. Where's the music? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, all that being said, let us yeah. then give Judy her moment. Uh, I, I, I think I feel like Robin Williams. This is not the first time we've had him. Oh as a yeah, presenter. it's like a whole comedy special before he gives that award. Ah, uh, it's so good. But wasn't who? Do you remember? Because wasn't there someone else he presented to? Possibly. Talked- I'm sure, but yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally blanking. But he was great. Uh, yeah, obviously. Um, and, uh, and here is Judy graciously accepting her award. Um, I feel for eight minutes, um, on the screen, uh, I should only get a little bit of him. Um, I do thank the Academy very much indeed. Uh, I do think also that the best bit about the Academy Awards is being nominated. Um, you live in a kind of haze for several weeks. Um, and the terrible thing is that somebody's got to win. And my heart goes out to all the other four who didn't. And my, also my admiration. I do have to thank John Madden uh, and Tom Stoppard and Mark Norman, as I actually wrote to John Madden after Mrs. Brown and said, I will do anything in your next film. Um, if you want somebody to slouch in a doorway, you can count on me. Um, <laughs> And I mean it, and I hope he bears me in mind next time. I do thank you all very much indeed. I'm very moved by it. So I, I mean, she says that she's in it for eight minutes. I think it's more like six, but you know. Sure, who's, who's counting these days? Yeah, no one told me there'd be math, yeah. <laughs> um, but I like that Judy kind of, you know that there's a part of her that's like, I have done significantly more in other movies. Yeah. 
but thanks. And she's like wringing the head of the Oscar. Yeah. She's wearing like a house coat too. I love it. Oh. I love the casual outfit yes. she has on. She, it's like a little duster. Yeah, yeah. It's like Golden Globes et- etiquette at best. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. a sag yeah. award outfit. But I also like who gives a shit? It's, it's Judy. It's Judy. Oh, I know. I love how comfortable she looks like. And there's Gwyneth in that huge pink dress oh, that sitting pink. right in front of her. I have yeah. complicated feelings about that dress. I think it's wretched, but I know a lot of people think it's like an iconic piece of mm. fashion. Maybe not, though. I just remember everyone was like ooing and aahing over it. And I was like, this is weird. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, yeah, those were, yeah, yeah, those were the days when I would watch like, you know, Fashion Police on E on the with the volume really low. Oh, yeah. My mom came downstairs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a um, it's a, a modest outfit for a um, modest accepted speech, uh, for a modestly sized performance. Yeah, I think it's a it's, mm-hmm. it was a lovely speech as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I love that they um, panned out to, oh, I always get Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart. They're like best friends. That's why I always get mm-hmm. confused with them. But he was kind of just grinning, and that made me smile. So, Was uh, that Patrick Stewart? I thought I was. thought that was like... I thought it was the director of the movie because I thought that was like when she was talking about like wanting to work with John Madden. I, I had sometimes oh, they do that kind of like guess, but I'm pretty sure. I you know I listen. I may have not had my glasses on. I'm happy to. Th- I'm happy for it to be Patrick Stewart though. Sure, you might not have had your coffee yet. My coffee, my no. house. Is that what it is? Yeah, uh, from uh, uh, <laughs> Knives Out. Um, yeah, Marta. maybe I think so. Oh, I need yeah. to see that movie again. I can't uh, wait that movie. Yeah. Um, and I, I I did actually, and I know you have your Ew David mug, and I yes. used my Ew David mug this morning, um, but I don't remember if it was Patrick Stewart. So okay. um, thanks, David. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's just ask the important question. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we kind of said this at the beginning that it it, it it's a bit of a career Oscar, yeah. but like. Even if we took the career part away, if we thought about this the way we could think about a Beatrice Strait in network, mm-hmm. in that there is a, it's not about the the size of the role, but the impact of the role, the the um, the artistry at work, blah blah blah. If we if we just look at it as as a performance in a movie, and we don't think about everything else Judy's done, should this have been nominated? Oof. That wasn't the question I thought you were going to ask. I thought you were going to ask, like, maybe almost like the moment she wanted or uh, stuff like that. But um, to answer that question first, I would say I think nowadays this is also sort of that category of, like, it just got swept up in the movie. It got swept up in the whole Shakespeare in Love, Harvey Weinstein buzz that she was just Mm -hmm. included in that. And then she happened to win it because typically... It's just the nomination, right? Like, we've talked about it in the past. Like, oh, I can't think of anyone, of course, off the top. Uh, uh, Queen Latifah, we'll say, for Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like, she kind of got mm-hmm. swept up in, like, okay, she was good. We'll give her a nomination. But they never actually win. But in this case, she did win. And I don't think in nowadays it would it would be like a, like a nice Golden Globe win, maybe. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like it's sort of that energy. But... As far as this is kind of answering your question and then going past it a bit, I think that one thing that I really, as far as like the categories of what makes a best supporting actress is I could have used more and I was always sort of 
happy to see her when she arrived because I knew she was going to get she has a lot of great stuff to say. They gave her some mm-hmm. really great lines. The the whole line about I know something in uh, in a woman about a woman in a man's profession. Yes, by God, I do know about that. Like that's mm-hmm. quite possibly the moment she won it for me too because she is this like she knows the role that she has to fulfill um both like in the movie and also just like as an actress, I think. Like she kind of it's sarcastic, it's witty, it's it's definitely um imposing in a way and people are kind of afraid of her and but um she also has this a little bit of warmth to her as well but it's Mm -hmm. like unexpected warmth but she's also sharp as attack um and that's kind of what i'm what i cling to as far as like justifying this win um that it i'm always happy to see her i definitely wanted more but i don't know what more would have looked like yeah yeah i think that um I certainly felt the same way. I was happy when she showed up. I knew that it was going to be good. You know, it's kind of like the when Judy shows up in this movie is like when your food arrives at the table at a restaurant. It's like, okay, here we go. Oh, my God. That one's mine. Um, she's over there. Pasta's over there. Yeah, um, yeah mozzarella I, sticks for me. Thanks. Yeah, you can eat right in the middle. It's fine. We're just going to share. Um, I... Uh, that was the that's and I feel like that's the feeling. That's the feeling a best supporting actress has to give you is oh, the feeling yeah. you get when the food shows up at the table at the restaurant. Yes. When the when you when you see those fajitas sizzling. Yes, exactly. And you know, don't touch that plate. It's hot. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's like that is definitely what Judy's like in this movie. Um yeah, she packs in so much into these little moments. I think that there is um, there's so much gravity, obviously, to her performance. And um, some of that is also like that's just what Judy Dench does. There was gravity to her acceptance speech, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I think there was part of me that I thought, well, geez, is she nominated because the role is so ornamental? Like when she shows up, she is in an out, she is in high, high drag oh, the, and like mm. the spectacle of the queen. And like, I think that there is some of that that kind of surrounds the performance. Um, and then there's those little moments. Like I, I think I fully agree that the moment she won it and normally we don't arrive there so soon, yeah. but it's a pretty short performance is when she, talks about like you know knowing what it's like to be a woman in a man's profession and yes um i certainly do and like that yes, pause god, and i was I like know about that mm-hmm. my god i do know about that and i thought well there it is there's your oscar moment yeah. that's like yeah it, it almost feels like insert oscar moment here and she knocks it out of the park i i just i think that yeah i wanted more and so i felt like oh is that all you're gonna give us like and i say that to like not judy but the the movie that Judy was put into is like is that all we're gonna get of like this level of work? I need to see uh, Kate Blanchett and Judy fighting in her basement apartment in Notes on a Scandal. Oh you know? yes, um, it it is very drag. This entire performance, it's like she is in drag and she also has the energy of a drag queen. Like she just kind of mm-hmm. reads everyone in front of her. Even at the first scene where Gwyneth Paltrow shows up. And she's like, your majesty. And she's like, speak up, girl. I know my name. It's just like, it, mm-hmm. it's she's uh, letting everyone know who she is. You know what I mean? It's like she has mm-hmm. the microphone, so to speak. She's hosting, you know, Thursday night at, you know, 
some gay bar, but she, <laughs> but she, right, right. She knows ex- Regina's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she knows exactly what she has to do because, and she's also like on quote unquote when she's, but I, I would, the only thing that maybe I would like to have seen is like, maybe this would have been more, like, what is she like behind the scenes? What is she like as she mm-hmm. gets ready? Those two women that are like <laughs> basically clones oh. of her. I want to know their story. You know, I want to, mm-hmm. I want to know a little bit about that, but I understand why it's not necessary for this. Um, even when she says, like, um, when she asks Gwyneth Paltrow, like, uh, why do you like plays or something? And she's like, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, they're not acted for you. They're acted for me. It's very, mm-hmm. like, succinct and, like, sharp. Um, yeah, it's very, I feel like Meryl is doing that in doubt, you know? Like, she's kind of trying to command that same energy. Yeah, let's not forget um, who's in charge here or who's, mm-hmm. like, don't steal this thunder, I guess, almost. Right. Yeah, I feel like to your point around like seeing her kind of out of drag, seeing Queen Elizabeth untucked, I I think (laughs) we also get like a micro example of that when at the end when she's waiting for them to kind of like cover the the puddle and the way she it's it's her kind of uh, de-escalated saying too late, too late. Like that's just like that's just Liz, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, I wanted more of that. Um, like it's great that we can see that like, you know, little, a, a, a tasting plate of that range in Judy's performance that we kind of, we get to see a little moment of that. But, um, I think there's a difference between wanting more like from Beatrice Strait or Sandy Dennis or whatever, and like it not being enough. Um, yeah. and I feel like this performance or this role kind of straddles that line mm-hmm. and I, you know, where it's like, I agree with you. I don't know what more we could have been shown in terms of her involvement in the story. But um, I just, yeah, it's almost, it, again, it's like, it's like the food arrives at your table and you're like, okay, I know that this is like a really expensive dinner. Why is it on such a small plate? You know, like, Ooh, is yeah. this all I'm getting? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like she, if this was like a musical, God forbid this was ever made into a musical. Um, like she would be the funny character song maybe not even a character song, but like she moves the plot along because she initiates that sort of like um, wager at the beginning of like who can write the play that, uh, you know, what's what's the phrasing that shows the very something something of love, um, the very... Yeah, the, the true nature yeah, of true love. Yeah, true nature of love, it? something mm-hmm. like that. And, and also at the end, she kind of saves um, Gwyneth's ass at the end too and everyone involved with the production. So she is a mm-hmm. key player in the plot points of moving it along and then also like saving the day at the end as well because she knows it's like it's funny because like she uh, one of my favorite lines really is when she goes up to Colin Firth and she's like she's been plucked since I've last saw her and not by you it takes a mm-hmm. woman to know it I love that line that's probably my second favorite line mm, besides yeah. I know something in a woman of a woman in a man's position um, yeah yeah I agree I thought that was uh, and it's like Judy is so good yes at, like these like little kind of um, just these little changes, these like kind of little uh, like the note changes or the key changes, yeah. you know? Um, and it's so subtle, but I think that's um, in some ways, I feel like she was nominated slash one because it was Judy and like very few actors could give every moment that much life. Yes, exactly. Um, and the costumes, I'm like, and the music. And the um, music but, and the dancing. I know, but her costumes are just amazing. Like, that last one mm-hmm. is so great. Um, mm-hmm. 
I just had to say that out loud because it is. Yeah. It really is like what makes this movie, uh, what could be, you know, a ter. I mean, I somewhat argue that it is a terrible movie. Um, it is like a little fluffy. Um, and but I, like I said, I really still like it a lot. And I think that <sighs> Judy. It's. I, I think that there's humor. I think a lot of like she mostly. There's nothing that I like more than a sharp-tongued, witty lady, really. Mm-hmm. And that's kind mm-hmm. of exactly what she's giving us. It's like, and I'm, and maybe that's what I can take away from this and know that that's what she gives in this movie. And although we want more, it's enough, question mark. That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I... Yeah, yeah. I, I keep thinking of the way that she says, you're not young, uh, but I'm thinking of saying, I want more. <laughs> <laughs> you're not young. I say this to help you. I say this to help you. <laughs> I, I think about that quote at least three times Oh, a it's week. so good. It's, it's shouting at the people on the streets. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Um, I know, which is so relevant now. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you're not young. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> I say this to help you. Socially distance yourself. I know. All these um, old people on the streets. Get them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even if you are young, uh, but anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I know I feel I all, okay. If I'm going to continue this analogy. So Judy Dench in Shakespeare in love is this like really expensive sushi restaurant mm-hmm. where all I got was like this, this little gorgeous piece of something for like, you know, 50 pounds. And then on the way home, I stopped off at notes on a scandal to get a value meal Yes, and like really fill up. Yeah. You know? Super so size that's, me. Yeah. Super size it. Throw in that Kate Blanchett. Yes. Um, and so that's kind of, that's how I consume this movie. And also notes on a scandal is obviously so much more of like things I just am in love oh, with. Oh yeah. There's no comparison. There yeah. is not. I mean, yeah. Like you, you want mascara running down a face? Yes. Call Kate, Ugh. you know? Um, Virginia friggin' Wolf, yes. which I, I can't believe we didn't say once. <laughs> I know. <laughs> During the hours episode. We failed. We have failed, but we're saying we it now. This is, we're saying it now. I'm just cramming it in now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I ultimately, you know, I will say I was surprised that I ended up kind of enjoying or kind of getting wrapped up in Shakespeare in love to the point that like, I mean, I looked at my phone a few times, but I watched to the end. I kind of yeah. wanted to know what was going to happen. Yes. Um, I uh, I appreciated the kind of the the lushness of the movie mm-hmm. and the and the score and the costumes and um, you know it, it when it was ending you know as the credits started to play, I just pictured you know it's nineteen nineteen ninety eight um, and I just pictured kind of the lights going up in a movie theater and like people on a date or like yeah. a, a married couple or like you know three girlfriends like getting up and like wiping their eyes and collecting their popcorn yes. and I was like I. I see the time in the world that this movie lived in as well in terms of like late 90s American cinema. Yeah. And I feel like it was like, I want to say it is, I might be wrong, but I feel like it was a commercial hit. You know what I mean? Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like it's one of those Oscar-y crossover that people were talking, like my mom would go see this movie, excuse Mm -hmm. me. Um, And... I, and in that regard, I think I, I see why it is quote unquote popular, or at least it was back in during that time. But yeah, I get it. 
I can I can like almost hear Amanda Kaczynski rolling her eyes at everything I'm saying. So that means I'm doing well. I'm doing oh, well, yeah, I'm doing well, the work. That's, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get I texts. I can't wait to get the texts. Right. I know. Just wait till we start doing BSAs from the 1940s. Oh. Like, Those are not interesting. I know. Yes. We'll have to and, like, consult I, Amanda. After, before I know. But, you know, I, that's what I'm excited about by those like. Like whoever the best supporting actress of 1946 was, yeah, you know, it's like a treasure trove, really. Yeah, like who knows? I watched. I will say this, because um, I like I'm not disagreeing. I've certainly, I think we've both been picking mm-hmm. performances like within like you know the 60s on. Yeah, um, and I went back and found some clips from the very first best supporting actress winner, which was uh, Gail Sondergaard in Anthony adverse, Okay, which is a movie that I have zero interest in. It's just like this long movie about a dude. And she, I I saw like a couple scenes of her and she was so fucking good. Ah. Like so good. And like the BSA, like, whistle tone was i was like it's there it's totally there Interesting. so it's i know like it and and those may be ones where we just kind of like i don't want to watch all of anthony adverse like that's just the truth of the yeah. matter. but you know one time we could yeah re, like just kind of do a review of like the the first best supporting actress winners and we'll figure out how to just see clips of their performances yeah you know? i think that'd be great i mean that's like bsa herstory that we need to be aware mm-hmm. of yeah doing our bsa herstory like when are we gonna like talk about alice brady you know <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so um yeah i'm i'm staying optimistic but i i hear that i hear that kind of resistance of like ugh, like those are less interesting yeah but no, I'm, i get it i think they're a treasure trove yeah yeah um so I mean I think I I think we have arrived at if not have already named you know the moment that Judy won yes. it. Yes. Um, I mean, for me it probably is that like you know that pause that moment mm-hmm. of uh, being a woman in a man's world. But I would I also like that moment with Colin Firth's character. But I also kind of love. I mean, these are pretty much all of the moments she's in the movie when she's getting on the carriage at the end and is like too late, too late. Yeah. Um, yes. So. Uh, and also special mention to that reveal of her in the audience and the way she flips over. Oh, yeah, I and, mean, drag. Uh, with those attending women who are are part of that performance. Yeah, exactly, the backup dancers. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, Judy's Rhythm Nation back there. <laughs> uh, so those are my moments, which is, you know, 80% of her of her role. Yeah, it's, it's so, it's like a tight little package here. But yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. Uh, a woman in a man's profession got it, won it for me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, great. Well, this was, uh, you know, I got to tell you, I probably would have Shakespeare in Love would have been a movie that I never watched yeah. and always had a prejudgment on. And maybe one time at some point in my life, I'd put it on and I would get really frustrated with the first scene sure. and I'd be like, enough of this, this roasted turkey leg bread fair bullshit. Yeah. And I turn it off, yes. but, um, I stuck with it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, I think that that brings us, uh, you know, to our, uh, you know, uh, BSA of the yes. week. If any other things we want to talk about before we get there, um, sometimes there's our own like. I feel like there've been nominees for BSA of the week that we talk about. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, maybe I'll just like interject really quick. We all we talked about the Il David mug that we were drinking from, or that I'm drinking from right now too, and just the end of Shit's Creek. By the time this episode is released, the the series finale will have been over not over but um out in the world um Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm all caught up as are you 
Um, mm-hmm. And I think that like, because we talked about earlier this <laughs> earlier this season, but earlier in th- this year about how we were not as uh, I don't know. There was some discontentment, I guess, uh, of the new season, and it wasn't hitting those mm-hmm. notes. And then it did mm-hmm. in a in a great way too. And I I will be sad to say goodbye to this uh, show. I think that. It sucks that it's just gaining commercial like uh, acclaim now or critical acclaim, if you will. Like I, what do you think is gonna happen like with award season awards, uh, season mm. this year? Do you think that they like? I just want a nomination for Annie Murphy at the Emmys. That's really all I want. I know. I feel like especially this season, she or really a Golden like, Globe blurred. at least. Come mm-hmm. on, I want her to I win know. a Golden Globe and be nominated for an Emmy. I would love her to win an Emmy. Sure. I want like a flea bag situation. Like if that happened, I would be excited. But do you think it's possible, Colin? I don't know. I don't know. I and I think it's only because of just like exposure and just like it's thinking about voters, you know. Like I think we are we've talked about that this before, that we we kind of we like to look at this as a merit based thing and like I I wanna keep living that fantasy. Yeah. You know, like I I think that is a a that's kind of the right way to be looking at these performances is like, and it's so hard to compare, but like, you know, uh, it shouldn't just be about like, well, who got, who campaigned the best, you know? Um, and so I don't know. I don't know if it's just like, uh, enough. it, It hasn't reached enough people's, you know, psyche or like they're aware of it, but they're only really aware of like, Oh yeah. Catherine O'Hara is doing great in that, you know? Um, but it's, uh, there's two sides of it right like obviously she's been she's won those those like canadian That's awards true. and those are those are no small potatoes you know but uh what i love about a performance that doesn't get recognized in a, like or the the upside of it is over time it becomes the hidden gem oh, you know yes. and that kind of has that like like on drag race a queen kind of becomes the fan favorite yeah, Latrice that didn't Royale, win. exactly katya four. yeah mm-hmm. where it's like the one you fall in love with and you and you stay in love with because you, you always feel like they never got what they should have gotten the recognition, you know? Yeah. Um, losing is the new winning. So, yeah. Yeah. Losing's the new winning, <clears throat> you know, being, being fan favorite is, uh, is the new crown. Yeah. And so I really, I love the idea that over time, um, you know, Alexis Rose becomes this like hidden gem that people discover, yes. you know? Ugh, I'm so jealous that everyone gets to discover her. If you haven't already, um, uh, which Ugh. I'm assuming most of you are listening or watching uh, Shit's Creek by now. Oh, another thing about Shit's Creek I just thought of, because I, I know he's one of your favorites, Colin. Uh, where the hell is Bob? I don't know. I feel like we saw Bob earlier this season. I think With, when they were trying to like, you know, set him up or on something. A, what happened? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. And he had like the 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 that leather like suit on <laughs> yeah. that full butt. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping, I'm assuming Bob will be at the wedding. I'm they're, I'm assuming they're going to make sure yeah, they wrap everybody up. Cause uh, Amanda mm-hmm. told me too, he's a really sort of icon in Canadian pop culture too. Mm-hmm. So it, even more reason for him to be on the show. I, I, I just thought of that. And I know obviously there are bigger fish to fry, but like everyone's kind of getting their moment. You know what I mean? Twilight mm-hmm. got her moments. I guess Jocelyn hasn't yet. She, I feel like she'll, yeah, she'll get a moment in the last episode. I feel like, you know, Ronnie kind of her moment was like crying. Oh yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. You know, and I, uh, I mean, I, speaking of crying, obviously, I mean, 
David, oh my God, that scene with Stevie. Mm-hmm. I was, I was so gooped at at just the the homage to talking through tears that that scene was yeah. because he like holds it back, you know, like it, like it starts the scene already, you know, eyes red rimmed, and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, this is so this good. is what I watch TV for, yeah. and it was so well. He's so good. Yeah. He's. I mean, all this season, I think all of them have just been so good. Ugh. I wonder, I always, I'm always curious of like what their last scene they filmed is, you know what I mean? In the mm-hmm. series, I wonder, because, mm-hmm. or if they filmed it out of order, because I can imagine like, um, you know, like, unless there's some other big Stevie and uh, David scene, like that would be one of the last ones that they filmed together, mm-hmm. you know? And if that was sort of is fuel for how that scene really, um, takes off really in a way uh, emotionally but uh yeah Shit's creek watch it everyone Shit's creek uh so good um i know we've probably i think we've talked about this i think shrill may have been one of my past bsa's yeah. of the week i would add that to the list if anyone hasn't watched it yet mm-hmm. and i would also add this other show um which is on hulu it's a showtime show called work in progress huh. i i i just finished it uh i guess like last week and it's um and there's going to be a second season it up here. Yeah. It's so good. And I'm like, so I love the main character. She's, um, you know, she's like 45. I, I just saw an interview with her and I, I think she self describes as a, uh, middle-aged fat dyke. Okay. With OCD. Oh, Julia These Sweeney's are the words that she, Julia Sweeney. Julia Sweeney is in it. Oh my God. She's so good. But so she like, that's the word she uses. Cause the, the, Hoster the of the interview had described her as a lesbian. She's like, well, actually, I use the word dyke, and he's like, oh, I just wasn't sure if I could use that. She's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, so that's other because I don't, I wouldn't freely use it either. Sure, so. yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> just you to be just clear, walk around saying, yeah, I'm not just like, yeah, that's just that, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, it's great. High recommend. Is, okay, it's high recommend, and Julia Sweeney is fabulous in it as great. well. Great. Um, but all that being said. Uh, these are our nominees, but not our BSAs of the week. Um, well, you had mentioned Sigourney Weaver earlier, and I don't know if, if Ooh, it's being it's I... tied in. So yeah, keep okay, going. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. So, <laughs> um, I, so if you're if you're not familiar, BSA of the week is a um, an actor like Sigourney Weaver, <laughs> a, a performance, a, a movie, a show, a food, a song, anything in our lives that is acting as a best supporting actress in our lives, and so the public needs to know. What's your BSA of the week? Uh, well, my runner-up, which I guess I should have talked about just before this, but uh, <laughs> but it was uh, is um, I've been going back and listening to old episodes of Lady Watch all the way mm. from the beginning of its inception because they used to be a podcast. Ryan and Ryan O'Connor and Jason Powell they had a, a podcast called Tell All, which is basically mm-hmm. like a pop culture podcast, but they would have a Lady Watch feature every week. And then eventually, I think it's around episode 68 or something like that, um, which is kind of like because all the rest of the episodes got cut off because of iTunes crap. Um, oh, yeah. And just how many episodes you can have on your feed. But um, it starts right there. And they, it's like I listened to the first episode where they were kind of like, OK, we're doing this. We're committed to Lady Watch. And it's been a thrill. And I love it. Mm. And I was just listening to it's one of my favorite episodes, the tribute to Mike Nichols. Um, mm-hmm. where they talk about, and they were talking about a Sigourney Weaver movie, and now I'm forgetting it. Was it, oh, it was um, Working Girl. Yeah, Working Girl, she, yeah. which she got nominated for. Yes, and, yeah. they were, and they 
I I don't know Sigourney Weaver as well as I should, and I feel like that's mm. a, sort of some lady research that I need to do and watch a lot of her films, um, because I know she's great, and they of course were singing her praises, and like, I I need to see Working Girl. I think it's on HBO. It's one of the movies that's available. I think, because um, I mean, uh, there's Melanie Griffith, and there, of course there is. Um, Oh, what's her name? She like wears a lot of makeup in the movie and has big Joan hair. Cusack. Yes, and I know, like, just a even seeing a picture of her, I I already know. I know yeah. that that is yeah. the person that I want to be and who I will latch on to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I think there's a couple other like smaller lady roles, but uh, oh yeah, Working Girl. I mean, we could totally talk about it. We could have like a Sigourney episode where uh, we talk about like the Ice Storm, Working Girl, and. Um, Gorillas in the Mist or something, whatever it is. Or not, that's yeah, not it. Is that the Jane Goodall movie she was in? Yes, yeah. yes, that is. Uh, yeah. I just threw it out there. But um, they were saying too, which really piqued my interest, is like Sigourney Weaver was like giving us Miranda Priestly before Miranda Priestly even really was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like which mm-hmm. I was. My ears perked up, of course, because I just need to. I did. I need to see it. It's on my lady list. Uh, mm-hmm. But. I mean, oh, and I should just correct. So, Gorillas in the Mist, she played uh, Diane Fossey. Oh, um, and, I don't, um, and I, I, uh, yeah, someone Goodall might write movie? us a letter. Well, Jane Goodall. I mean, I think it's parallel. It definitely Diane, is. But uh, yeah, all right. um, it's like uh, yeah. So anyway, um, anyway, but I've been re- re-listening, and it's just been a joy. I recommend it to anyone in these quarantine times if you need. A good dose of ladies and just, you know, the joy of listening to Ryan and Jason is just unparalleled. And uh, to go back and listen, it's available on iTunes. Um, But my BSA Hmm. of the week, Colin, I've been holding this in the entire episode. And I have to admit that I lied to you earlier because this week I watched Muriel's Wedding. Oh, yes. oh, wow. Did you all catch that performance I know. earlier? I mean, watch your back, Dench. I feel like, um, was it, uh, was it, no, it was, uh, Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig at the Oscars where they're like, that was acting. We were yeah. <laughs> acting and I was definitely acting because I, that was acting. I planned that Rachel Griffiths pla, little, wow. little seed, but I watched this movie, Colin. <laughs> it was on HBO. Uh, it's available for free. Oh, not for free, because you have to pay for HBO. But, hmm. oh, my God, I loved it. And the mother. Oh, well, Colin, then can we just mother. circle back to the mother? Oh, my goodness. And Rachel Griffiths and Tony Collette. It is, mm-hmm. it is, I have so much to say. I mean, I, I'm really eager to listen to your episode of, was it In the Details that you did with Leanne? Uh-huh. Leanne K. Yeah. She is yeah. a, she is our biggest fan. She is a, a, yes. a supporter of us and on Twitter. She's always the first to retweet. Love you. Yeah. Love you, guys. Oh, she's great. Yeah, um, she's great. But I'm I'm so I, that's what I'm going to do right after we're done recording. Is just listen to that episode because I can't wait to hear which I'm sure we agree on all the same things about that movie. Oh, sure. But it is mm-hmm. not what I expected at all. I thought it was like this like um fluffy sort of I don't know. I don't know what I expected and Tony Collette mm-hmm. is she's so good Colin she is so good there's so much to unpack beneath the surface Mm -hmm. and um I loved it I I, without really going into it too much I'm so glad that it's in my life it took me so long to get there but I am Mm -hmm. I'm just thrilled and I want to watch it again and again and again and oh yeah all the ABBA oh the ABBA I know music (laughs) Oh, the music. <laughs> but it really is. I love Abba, uh, unapologetically. Yeah. Uh, so I was really excited that that was sort of a key 
uh, through line throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, I th- and I feel like we did a Patreon like an All Right Mary on it as Ooh, well. Oh, I hope maybe? you did. I hope you did. Um, yeah, but I mean, I know that we did the episode with Leanne on in the details, and yeah, it's um, it it's yeah. There, there's so much to it. There's so much to that movie. It's so smart and so uh, moving and uh, and iconic, and the fact that the movie can be like you know kind of devastating at times but then can still have like a you're terrible muriel you oh, know that sister um, and the father oh the father and deidre chambers yes. i mean like and those f- it's yeah. mm-hmm. and that chinese food restaurant like it's uh yeah it's a great movie it is it's it really is i can't wait i it's like i, I almost just want to listen to your episodes and then uh talk about it next week maybe yeah 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 i'd love that yeah um, but what about you? Well, Colin? that's yeah. Well, gosh, I mean, you're you're swooping in, taking the BSAs you, yeah, with that you. with that performance. <laughs> it's like, I I got gooped. Um, not to be confused with goop. Yes, uh, you know, two O's. But uh, an, yeah. another successful thing with two O's. You gooped me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, my BSA of the week is, and I apologize to anyone who is a crossover Mary who's already heard me talk about it oh, twice okay. if they've listened to the episode on the net and our, <laughs> our most recent episode on Drag Race. But I need to talk about, well, oh my God. Oh my God, you guys. I need to talk about Illegally Blonde. Oh, yes, Colin. <laughs> I need to talk about that that awful performance, that dreadful production of Legally Blonde. It's it, the and that the, I think I sent you I sent you that one video with the little edits. Yes. There's a bunch of different people who do commentary on yeah. it or edits mm-hmm. of it. Um, and someone, a Mary, had sent me a compilation just of the Courtney. Take oh, your I was going to suggest that too. I can't believe I didn't already, but I'm glad. Oh. I figured you'd do the work. You do the work. Oh yeah, someone someone did it for okay, me. Good. So anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, there was there at least you know the inception of this was there was some production. Uh, on some very amateur level of Legally Blonde <sighs> that is um, it phenomenally bad. Phenomenally bad. Um, but the there's a musical number, I guess, called Oh My God, Oh My God, Yeah, Oh My God, it's the opening like number. Yeah. It's great, yeah. Of the whole oh, it's the show. opening yeah. number. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you guys. So <laughs> it's... Um, but the best part, really, the BSA of that song is when there's this saleswoman oh. who comes in... And to recommend a dress for Elle and, and needs to tell her assistant, Courtney, take your break. Yes. And and then just like that compilation, it's amazing. I, I don't even know if I could I was if I was able to finish it because it was just like so bad. But all of them got so lost in trying to talk about the dress being in from Milan and like Yes. There's a moment where everyone forgets to sing. Yes. Everyone forgets to sing and they all try to make up for it with a gift from me to L. <laughs> I mean, that is the moments. A gift from moment. me to L. It just like <laughs> falls off the cliff and it's and she is so committed. Uh, honestly, committed. when all the girls um cuz she leaves the stage after that and then the mm-hmm. next part is where all the girls fall apart. So she's really kind of the glue that keeps them together. She starts off the mm-hmm. whole show too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's in the, in that one production, it's like the red room production. It's like her, and then that other little girl, um, 
with the little i mean she at some point she's the one who gets really pissed off which says she said be quiet guys like she <laughs> she's pissed that's what the comment she's says pi- she's pissed. this girl is plucked <laughs> there's my favorite edit is there's some like group note that just like goes downhill and then the word the note yeah, like the flies note. down the screen and <laughs> diagonally oh my god i laugh every time um it's so bad it's so bad if you're i mean if you want to you know, know what i'm talking about because i don't think i'm talking about it in any coherent way you can just look up illegally blonde yeah on illegally, youtube yeah, yeah. Ugh, it is it was so I feel like it's exactly what I've needed in these quarantine times mm-hmm. because it's it's been such an emotional catharsis to watch that video. Um I I don't know if I'm laughing or crying at certain points, you know. And yeah. that's you know, uh th- that's that's fair. That middle school um, energy. That's like anytime I go see a student in a in a middle school show, there's a lot of that going on and I just mm-hmm. lo- it's it's so fun to watch. And you it genuinely into like it. I'm not rooting against them. Like it's so I, I remember what that was like and everyone's so awkward and no one knows how to like mm-hmm. stand on stage and just like be a character. They're just like, uh, the, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, um, and you know, I feel like especially in these, in these times, um, we should all take Courtney's heed and take a break. Take a break. Especially if you're not feeling like yourself these days. Yes. Um, you know, follow Courtney's lead. Yes. <laughs> it's a gift from me to you. <laughs> a gift from me to you. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. So, um, well, oh, oh, my God. Oh, Ugh. my God, you guys. We're getting played off the podcast because that's what happens every week. Yeah. Um, so uh, before we um, before we go, where can where can people find more? <laughs> more of us more of you yeah they can uh tweet us at bsa pod on twitter if you have any comments about rachel griffith's mariel mariel's wedding um correction <laughs> mariel uh I, or any, anything we talked about shakespeare and love you can read me for liking this movie i don't care it's fine um yeah. and you could also <laughs> amanda <laughs> amanda i mean that's gonna be a-l-t-h teen mom or whatever it is yeah amanda loves to hate Nick yeah. loving shakespeare and love she's gonna like sign into her troll account right now <laughs> oh my god her her troll instagram account. i love that that exists it's great <laughs> no. um or you can also email us uh, any thoughts or suggestions at the bsa pod at gmail.com and you can find me on twitter and instagram at nick kochanov how about you colin where can we find you well, you can, of course, find more of me on In the Details, a celebration of nuance, and uh, All Right, Mary, talking all about drag race and uh, all that stuff. <laughs> um, God, it is a, uh, what a what a season to be recapping RuPaul's Drag yeah. Race. Um, and, uh, of course, you can find more of me on Twitter at Colin Trucker and Instagram at Colin Trucker underscore. Um, well, this has been uh, a hoot, as usual. Yes. Yeah. Um, a, a big special thank you to Duty Jench Duty for Jen. her six minute, <laughs> minutes of commitment in Shakespeare in Love. Yes. Um, um, I'm excited to watch all these other movies with these other nominees. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. Hillary and Jackie's at the top of my list, to be honest. I might watch that if I could find yeah, it. Yeah, I, I might do Primary Colors first yeah. and then work my way through. Um, and cap it off with some Lady Watch. Yeah. And then, oh my God, that is. More lady th- watching. Thank you for that. Yeah. I I need some Lady Watch. So, um, thank you, Lady Watch. Thank oh, you, yeah. Joseph Fines. Oh yes, uh, Joseph for all Fine. you do. Yeah. 
<laughs> terrible. It took us an hour I and know, 13 yes. minutes to get to that uh, pun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all the ladies, Imelda Staunton and that rocking chair, that fan. Oh. It's, yeah, it's what I future Weston Award winner, yeah. oh, Imelda Staunton. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, folks, uh, the show must go on, but not this show because uh, it's over. So, uh, um, adieu, adieu. <laughs> yeah, and, and, uh, <laughs> and that, as they say, <laughs> is that. <laughs> it's a gift for me to add. <laughs>